Hi, this is Lauren from Discovery Church. Thanks for taking time to listen to this week's podcast. We hope that you find value and that is very impactful to your life today. Have a great one. Hey, what's going on, Discovery Church family? Welcome to Church Online. My name is Pastor Lauren, and with my amazing wife, Pastor Sean Lee, we have the privilege of being the lead pastors of Discovery Church, whose physical location is in Sherwood Park, Alberta, Canada, which is just outside of Edmonton, Canada. And wherever you're watching from today, we believe that you can find a home right here. With the joys of technology, you don't have to be in this area to be a part of the family. Today we're going to worship together. We're going to hear part two of a series that we've titled Making Home as we're in the process of relaunching in-person gatherings next Sunday for our homecoming Sunday. We thought we would take two Sundays to talk about what we can do to make a church a home. Not just a place to attend, not just a place to show up and watch, but a place to belong to. A place where you can find hope and do it with other people. Let's worship together and let's come back and listen part two of Making Home. Hey, welcome back. Like I said earlier, we're in a series called Making Home. With all the excitement all the energy, resources, time spent into making our new facility ready for in-person worship gathering, we wanted to revisit the question, what makes church home? Not just a building where we attend on a Sunday or midweek or for, for groups, but a place where we belong. Not just a place to attend, but a place to belong. What turns a church into a home? What turns the people that attend, that show up, into family? One thing that God has made very clear to Pastor Sean Lee and I in this season is that Discovery Church has to be that. Discovery Church is not just a place that we, we show up sing songs, drink good coffee, go to kids' ministry, maybe attend a good experience online, but Discovery Church has got to go beyond just a place to attend. However, the last four years, we have observed a few things that if they are evident in our lives, it is good indicators that we have made church home and often uh, you've you've probably heard it said in life that you get out of it what you put into it very much the same is true for church you get out of it what you put into it so if you just show up and only show up for a church online or only show up to sit in a seat or only only show up and then leave right after and not engage in community and in family moments you will probably not connect you will get out of it what you put into it No, I get it. There are seasons in life and you might be in one of those right now where you can't invest a ton. You can't, uh, maybe you're in school, maybe you're a frontline worker and there's so many high demands on your life that it's really hard for you to invest time. But that can't be a normal way of living. So last week and this week, uh, last week, 
Pastor Sean Lee and I share two am I questions and today I want to share two more am I questions so making four am I questions for us to ask internally to kind of make our lives a litmus paper to understand if we are actually making Discovery Church home or making any church home our desire is not just is not to grow Discovery Church our desire is to grow the kingdom whether or not that's through you being a family at Discovery or you finding family at another church If it is another church, let us help you find a church because the church is a hope of the world and you need family. You need a space to call home, not just a place to attend. So as we jump into the second part of making home, I just want to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to soften our hearts, change our minds, and get ready uh, to have our lives impacted. Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we ask for you to show up. We ask for you uh, to do something new in our hearts and our minds. We give you permission to change our thoughts and our lives in this space. In the name of Jesus, amen. Have you ever found yourself asking this, this question? I don't feel like I connect at blank church, at Discovery Church, at whatever church. Maybe it's time to leave blank church. I don't feel like this church is for me. We've probably all been there. Maybe you're watching today and you're watching because the church that you're, you're currently at is where you're like, I don't know, maybe this new Discovery Church is coming to Sherwood Park. Let me check them out online. And maybe you're watching today and that's, that's you. We've probably been there. And not that it's wrong, but often we make those decisions and we act on those feelings without looking internally and we push all the blame on the, on the church or the organizations, but there's things internally that we need to ask ourselves and say, am I actually making this home? So, We've observed a few things in the past four years and also found them biblically. Questions to ask ourselves, internally ask ourselves, not from a guilt position, but from an indicator position of like, oh, have I actually, you know, I'm getting out what I put into it. Am I actually doing my effort to make this home? Or am I just attending? Am I making this a place where I want to belong? Am I actually making this a place where I want to find people and find friends and find family? And last week we talked about the first am I question is, am I being present? Am I just showing up and leaving right away? Or am I leaning in? Am I being present? Am I, you know, being a part of a group? Maybe have I done freedom? Am I, um, am I being on a team? Am I showing up? Am I being present? The Bible says don't, don't, uh, don't fall into the habit of not meeting together. We need to not just meet together, but actually lean in and be present. Am I being present? Number two was, am I praying? Am I praying for my church? Am, am, am I thinking enough about my church and my leaders and, and the dream team and the people that call home that is actually taking tangible time in my mind and my heart throughout the week that I'm praying about, that I'm investing some of my time to pray for this church? Today, I want to talk about number three and number four. So the third am I question is this. Am I inviting? Now, hear my heart. This is not about filling, filling a seat on a Sunday. 
This is not about me making me or Pastor Sean Lee feel better because our church is growing. But it's about living in such a way that people see something different about you. The way you love, the way you care. And then you realize that, hey, if I needed family, if I needed a home, so did they. Throughout scripture we see, you know, Jesus came to the disciples and said, come and follow me. And I love what Jesus said. He says, and I will make you fishers of men. It's like, I will make you. Paul even, even says, uh, he said, follow me as I follow Christ. An invitation is not just necessarily an invitation to church, but are you willing to invite people into your life so close that they actually see that Discovery Church or that the church that, you're, that you call home is a part of your life and because of the impact that that church has made, that that house has made on your life, that they'll say, I want that family as well. I want a place to connect. I want a place to show up. I want a place to pray for. Am I inviting, I get it, you know, inviting people to church or into this family comes with some hesitation, right? Because church has had a bad name. Church is very rarely looked upon as positive in any drama show, any sitcom, any movie. It's usually as this negative connotation and you're kind of like, well, if I invite somebody uh, because I'm a, I'm a Christian in, in, in close in to be a part of my life, then they'll think I'm a Jesus freak or They'll think I'm a little bit weird. Well, is that a risk that we're willing to take because we know that people need family? People need a home. Like I said, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee when he was picking his disciples. And I wonder if Jesus ever walked by and some people said, no, I'm not, not following. He just said, come and follow me. Jesus invited them into relationship. Paul invited, invited the church into relationship. Follow me as I follow Christ. What would happen if we lived in such a way that we invited people in? Hey, come fo- follow me. Come be close. Come be family. Come and be a part of what I'm a part of. Come, come let me, let, let's go to Discovery Church together. Let's find family. Let's find hope. Let's find freedom. Let's seek truth. Let's find purpose. Let's become fully engaged followers of Jesus. Like I said, an invite is not about just filling a seat. An invite is about giving the opportunity for Jesus to fill somebody's heart. What if Jesus was already creating divine appointments for you to step into, to invite people into family? You're making it a home, and there's room at the table for all your friends and all your coworkers and all your family. This family that we call Discovery Church is not just for you. It's not just for me. It's for Everybody, it's for everyone. So, am I inviting? That was another thing that we found very common in those in the last four years who have leaned in and made Discovery Church home. So wherever you are making home, I encourage you, are you willing to invite? Are you willing to welcome people into your life so they see that there is a home, that's a church, that's a part of your life and that they would want it. 
the fourth am I question is probably the hardest one uh, for me to speak on, but the hardest one for us to implement just because it comes with a little bit of a, um, again, a negative background, but I want to lean into it and share with it today because I believe that it's such an important part of your life, such an important part of you making a church a home. The fourth am I question to ask ourselves is, am I giving? And when I say giving, I don't just mean time or I don't just mean uh, um, showing up, but I mean like, am am I giving financially? And this comes as, as such a hard one because you're kind of like, oh, the church is after my money again. I got no money. No, this, is never, this has never been about the church being after your money. You, if you've been around a while, you, you've heard me talk about uh, this because it's one of the areas that has actually shaped and transformed and built my faith. And uh, I want to pass it on to you today. But you may have used... Uh, you may have said things like this when we talk about giving or, or tithing. It's, you know, it's hard. It's, it's, my, it's my money. I've I worked hard for my money. I've used that one before. Oh, it's a ju- church is just after my money again, so let's go to another one. I don't have enough money to give. I've used them all. But being a part of a family comes with some responsibility. You're part of a family, you, you have to pay, you do have to pay rent. You know, you have to put food on the table. It comes with some responsibility, and I believe that, that tithing and giving is God's system for making the vision and mission of the church go forward. But because it's God's system, on the other side of it, God says, I'll bless you. Malachi 3.10, one of, the, one of the most popular verses used when we're talking about giving and tithing. It says, Malachi 3.10 says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. It is honestly impossible for Discovery Church to survive without us surrendering our finances. Now, we have a very generous church, so talking about this is, is actually uh, kind of fun because we have a generous church who, who, who continually give over and above, like even lots of the equipment that we had, uh, a practice drum kit just this past week we gave to a church in need. Um, we have some ch- chairs that we've, we've purchased for a season that we'll actually give away. We, we are a generous giving church. We give money to organizations that, uh, that plant churches and that impact churches and to see churches grow. And we give money to missions and to organizations who are feeding and, and, and educating kids in India. We are a generous church and we cannot be generous without your generosity. Because it's more blessed to give than to receive, Jesus says, that we believe that we need to be a house that we continually give and give and give. We want to test God, as the second part of that Malachi 3.10 says, that test me in this and see that not the floodgates of heaven will be open. This says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so there may be food on my table. Or food in my house. We believe that the way to move this house forward, this home forward, in its vision, in its mission, has a direct 
connection to how generous we are. God's system for equipping the church is through us. I, I always use this one. Uh, God can make it possible for me to go out and turn over a rock and find however much money we need. You know, he did it with his disciples. Go, go and, and cast out and catch a fish, and in the fish you will find a coin. Give to Caesar. They get a fish, and there's a coin in the mouth of the fish. God can do that again today. But here's what I really love about faith in Jesus, is that he doesn't want animals to be doing what he wants us to be working through. He wants to work through us. So the money that we have been given to steward is, is, is all his. And he says, hey, I want you to be a part of my miracle. I want you to be a part of the church going forward. I want to be in this life with you, with you. But then on the other side, say, hey, if you just do this, if you, if you bring your whole tithe on the other side of it, this, this doesn't make sense, but on the other side of it, I promise, test me. The only place in all the scripture that God says test him is in this principle. It says test me with this and you will see that I will just open up the floodgates of heaven. Now, this one's hard. Because a test takes some step of faith, takes some act. And as a family, we actually want to be there in those moments that are hard. And this is a hard one because you see all the bills, you see rent, you see a mortgage, you see a job that's uncertain. Maybe you don't see a job at all. That's why our church said, hey, not only do we want to encourage you to do it because we believe that the the floodgates of heaven will be open in your life, the joy and peace and the closeness of God and, and the complete provision will be open in your life, but we want to stand with you. That's why we as a church do a three-month tithe challenge. That if you say, hey, I'm going to sign up and I'll do a three-month tithe challenge. At the end of three months, if you're, if you're tithing at the, you know, 10% off the top of your income, after three months, if you, if you say, hey, you know what, I've been tithing three months. My finances are worse off today than they were three months ago. We actually will give you everything back. See, we don't want to just be a church that says, hey, put this principle into practice. We want to stand with you in the faith journey and in, in, in it and, and say, hey, we're in this with you. We're actually taking a bigger risk. We're putting God to the test as well. Would you sign up for a three-month tithe challenge? I had a friend of mine just, made it, honestly, about three months ago, um, he, he attends another church, but he's a really good friend of mine, and he was just struggling, and I just asked him, I was like, hey, man, how, how you been doing with your tithing? And it was like, actually, we stopped. I'm like, can I challenge you? And I read out some of the principles and talked about giving and, and the impact that this made in my life. And from that day, he started tithing to his church. 
And I got a call literally this past week because I wasn't sure if I was going to speak on this specifically because I feel like, like Satan was saying, ah, oh, people don't want to hear about money. You're relaunching a church. This is not going to be good. And maybe it's not, but I really felt that this was confirmation. And he called me and he said, Lauren, you never guess what happened. It's like, I just put my car into the shop to get fixed. And they thought that it would cost me about $3,000 and they just called me and they said, you know what? We're going to do it for, but for 300 Long story short, he said, three months ago, I started tithing when you challenged me and I thought this was silly. It wasn't always easy, but I wanted to be faithful. I wanted to put God to the test. And today, he came through. Not always do you need $3,000 and he's going to come up with $3,000. But sometimes he makes what will cost $3,000 only be $300. Not only did God provide, my friend felt God so close. He was filled with joy. That's the floodgates of heaven. Another story. I remember someone starting a three-month tithe challenge and then three weeks into the three-month tithe challenge, I got a call, and they said, Pastor Lauren, I just got a promotion, and I got back pay for all the extra hours that I've put in for the last three months. It's incredible. And now you might be hearing these stories and think, well, is Discovery Church a prosperity gospel? No, no, no. We're not about prosperity gospel. We don't give to get. But here's the thing. The gospel is prosperity. God gave. Therefore, we give. The gospel is a gospel of generosity, of prosperity. So I ask you the question today, am I giving? Where we put our money is where it gets our attention. Where we put our time and show up is where we what gets our attention. So, as we close today, am I present? Am I inviting? Am I giving? I promise you that if you're doing those three things, this is not from a religious duty, but if you're doing those three things, I guarantee you'll be praying. Because when you invite somebody to come with you, you'll be praying, say, Holy Spirit, would you just move in their hearts? Would you, would you help Pastor Lauren or Pastor Shauna Lee share? Would you help people be friendly? You're praying for your church. When you give, your attention goes to where you've invested your money. You put money into stocks, you look at those stocks. You invest you give your tithe to your church, guess what? You lean in. You take on the responsibility of making the church move forward. So, as we close today, am I being present? Am I inviting? Am I giving? And am I praying? What I've observed is that if none of these are active, the question about family, the question about, I'm not sure if this church is for me, is a regular. It will show up almost on a weekly basis.
If one of those are active in your life, the question shows up in hard seasons, in hard times. When you're having a bad day or you don't like what I spoke on, they'll show up. If two of those things are active, we're well on our way to making church a home. If three of those are active, you know what? You've really made a decision to do your part in making a family. If four of those are active, there's usually no question. If God actually asks you to transplant to another home, it might just be God that's telling you. So, am I being present? Are you being present? Are you inviting and are you giving? Are you praying? We're on the edge of regathering for in person. But I want to encourage you and challenge you that we as a church, as a family, as a home, can only go as fast as our giving, as our inviting, as our showing up, and as our praying. So are you making this home? Am I making this house a home? Let's pray. God, today, would you challenge us? Would you move in our hearts and lives? Would you help us grow our faith? Would you help us to see if we're being present or if we're praying or if we're inviting or if we're giving? God, would you challenge us today and help us put our faith in action? In the name of Jesus, amen. Maybe today you're watching for the first time or church is completely new to you and you're saying, hey, I want to make a decision to follow Jesus. I encourage you just to click that button in the comment section and, and a team member will reach out to you and help you make the next steps in giving your life to Christ. Maybe you've been listening today and you're like, I want to invite more people. Hey, cl- simple click on social media. Uh, share our in-person gathering is coming up. Uh, invite somebody to attend church online with you. Whatever that looks like. Maybe you want to start giving a tithe, living generously. Go uh, click the link in the comment section and sign up for the three-month challenge. And if you don't see God show up in your life in, in awesome ways, If after three months your finances are worse off than they are today, now you have to work with wisdom and the Lord will help you be wise with your money. But if you are worse off in three months from now than you are today, we will actually give you everything back. We want to stand in the ditch, I say. We want to stand in the ditch with you where it gets down and dirty. We want to stand with you. We want to be a family. Family, we're in this together. So if that's you and you want to start that journey today, I encourage you to click the link in the comment section. Discovery Church, have an amazing day. We'll see you again next week. Bye now.